got to have a plan for what comes next yeah. so that stupid decisions, yeah. stupid decisions like closing playgrounds yeah. with no evidence don't happen, happen again. Okay, we are heading out to uh, the park, the playground, because playgrounds are closed with absolute lack of proof. The Public Health and Wellbeing Act 2008 says that all actions taken under the Act in terms of emergency powers must be done proportionate to the risk. And that's exactly what we've been asking Dan Andrews and Brett Sutton to prove, and Martin Foley, the Health Minister, to prove with uh, uh, the, the the fact that they say to sex workers, hey, uh, you've had a number of exposures, uh, but we don't want to shut down your whole industry. We're not saying it's spreading. We just are worried. But then when it comes to playgrounds, they've got barely, they've got nothing. I think there's one, Brett Sutton is saying he's investigating a potential transmission at a playground, but they don't treat us with the same they don't treat parents of Victoria with the same kid gloves. They shut down every playground. So we're going to go to a playground right now and we are going to talk about this travesty with Matthew Guy, the former leader of the Liberal opposition in Victoria. And quite frankly, uh, at this point, anybody would be better than the current leadership that we have. And I hope that someone, him or someone else, uh, takes the reins of the leadership party and stands up for the children of Victoria. I've had so many messages, unbelievable amount of broken, broken parents, broken children, self-harm. It is off the charts. There is something going on in Victoria. They're calling it the shadow pandemic, the mental health crisis beneath the lockdowns. Let's go and ask Matthew Guy exactly um, what are the libs going to do about this? Are they going to make some noise? Is anyone going to stand up for the kids? Because at the moment, the only people doing it uh, the Liberal Democratic Party, which is completely unrelated to the Liberals. That's David Limbrick and Tim Quilty. I'm about ready for the parks, the playgrounds, to be open. Either Dan Andrews and Brett Sutton show us the science that is proportionate and not done arbitrarily, as is required under the law that he himself wrote as Health Minister in 2008, or open the playgrounds and let us play. Guys, the stories you're sending me are breaking me. you got to stop sending me these stories. <laughs> I, I visited a lot of parks today. I visited one with Matthew Guy, the politician. We interviewed about uh, what the uh, closures are doing to our kids. It's a lot harder for a lot of you out there at the moment, but it was a hard day for me. We've got to get these parks open. This is it's not about politics. Some kids are killing themselves. It's got to stop. So I'm just turning into the playground at, I'm in my electorate, which is also Matthew Guy's electorate. And 
There's a number of cars in this car park, which is encouraging to see. However, all of the playground is completely, oh, that's, that's my uh, producer, he's gonna be helping us. All of the playground is roped off, taped off. I think we're gonna find some swings, uh, zip tied, as disgusting as that sounds. Zip tied, I see the swings up there. I don't know, can you show that? See the swings straight ahead. Those swings, see how high they are? So what the deal, I, I rode past those on my bike yesterday, and what it is, is they've swung the swings, um, they've swung the swings around and around over the uh, the top bar. So even if you go and cut the, the tape, you still can't swing without taking a ladder and climbing up and on, like it's just vindictive now. Absolutely vindictive. All right, let's do this. So right around the world, we're seeing, of course, the global pandemic. Well, there's something that the experts in Victoria are starting to talk about a lot more. That's the shadow pandemic. There is a mental health crisis. So many experts here on this channel uh, and on others have been talking about the harms we're doing to our kids. This is what shocks me the most. Right now, I'm standing here in a playground in suburban Melbourne, which has tape all around it. Uh, swings are tied up. Some of them are zip tied so that you can't use them. Because this week, uh, Daniel Andrews, our, our government, has said that playgrounds are dangerous, kids can't go to them. The last shred of sanity for parents and for kids, not good enough. Today I'm talking with Matthew Guy. Matthew Guy was the uh, former leader of the Liberal Party here in Victoria. Uh, correct me if I've got any of these facts wrong. I uh, haven't met him before, but so far he's been a, a nice guy. He's agreed to come and have a chat just about exactly what we're doing to our kids and what we can do to, to, to stop it. Uh, Matthew, thanks for joining me. Pleasure. This site is dystopian. This is this. I mean, we're in, I'm in your electorate. Here yeah. we are. We know our kids play here. Yeah. I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. You've got a, couple, a few kids. You know how busy this place is, and right now when they need it the most, we this is illegal. Man, it's it's quite hard to believe that at the one time when we've got lockdowns that the one of the few outlets we've got for our kids who are doing it tougher than most is to shut up playgrounds and I think a lot of your viewers would know it. I've got three kids they're 12 10 and 8 mm. one of the ways we try and get them off devices and after dealing with homeschooling which is a pretty tough mm. um, to have social interaction for our kids is to get them out at a playground Absolutely. go to a park get fresh air just get them out of the house. Now, my kids are all boys, and you know it's important for boys in oh, particular yeah. Yeah. to get outside. Mm. Uh, and no doubt for parents who have got daughters, mm. they don't want them inside on a device all day. They're looking at devices from homeschooling, whether it's meets for classrooms in primary school or in secondary school where they're doing the whole day on a device. Mm. You gotta get them outside. Melbourne in winter ain't the best. Mm. So when you get a good day, you want to go outside. Absolutely. So the concept of shutting down playgrounds when there's not a single confirmed case in Australia from a playground, it doesn't make any sense. So, okay, so this, this case that Brett Sutton was talking about a few days ago, this potential, that hasn't come through. No, has it, it hasn't. No. And it's always been that word, potential, potential, potential. Yeah. There hasn't been any cases. It's yeah. the same thing with yoga, dance studios, even gyms. Yeah. There haven't been cases confirmed, yeah. yet we've shut them down. And a lot of this for people is... As you say correctly there, the, the shadow pandemic, it's the mental health mm. crisis. Mm. We're locked inside, you know, over 200 days in Melbourne of doing that. There needs to be outlets for people just to, to at least 
interact. Humans aren't built to live in a cage. They're built to talk to each other, to interact, it's particularly nice kids. Yeah, I'm glad to see a human, not on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a thing exactly. on Zoom. So are you hearing the pain? Are people emailing your office? Because I'm getting inundated with parents. Um, it's actually, uh, it impacts your own mental health yeah. to hear people. Uh, one I dealt with yesterday about a fellow's daughter yeah. who's got a, who's got, um, mental conditions who she needs support yeah. she can't be locked inside she yeah. can't do quarantine mm. you know these stories are real they're not invented mm. people are, are looking for some kind of help and support and one of the ways to do that is to allow people to go outside and for their kids to come to playgrounds mm. if we shut those avenues off for no evidence just on a thought then you know that's going to hurt people more than the pandemic itself. Yeah, I think the key. I think you're right when you talk about no evidence. I think we wouldn't mind so much. I think Victorians, you know, we'll take a hit for the team. This is too far. Dan Andrews is having a hissy fit because of the uh, the Richmond stuff on the weekend. He's just decided to punish our kids. Yeah, look, I think you're right. In that is, we, we will take the pain if we know that's where it's from. Yeah. And and no one is criticising the fact that well, if it's a global pandemic and we have to lockdown to do things differently to keep it out then we'll do that yeah. but let's be realistic about the circumstance and of course what comes next to get out of this you know national cabinet has said 70 yeah. percent vaccination and then we can move Didn't on say 80 percent 70 to 80 oh, on okay. different okay. different age groups yeah. and i think sure, that's a good sure. target you know you've okay. got labor and liberal premiers who have both agreed to that but that's not they're not going to stick to it around the world that's not what's happening and and therein lies the problem yeah. once we've agreed these things at national cabinet you know labor and liberal premiers have agreed it yeah. And then you've got rogue premiers like West Australia and here in Victoria saying, mm. actually, now that I've agreed that, I'll make my own rules. Mm. That's not good enough. We've agreed a way out. We've got to stick to that as a way out so business can reopen, so playgrounds can come back, so we can get kids back to school. We've got to agree to the path we've all set forward. We mm. have to do that for a return to normal. Okay, can I... I've just got some international news, um, people reporting on us. Have you seen some of these big accounts making fun of uh, Australians? I have, actually. I have. So, you know, just for example, Reuters, 23 million followers is reporting on what they're doing. Then we've got like, you know, 2 million followers on Global France and India Global with 4 million followers. They're, they're pointing out how ridiculous we're being over here, where we, yeah. we, we have uh, Australian citizens stuck in Afghanistan. We, have, we can't leave the country. We've got families being torn apart. And then right in the midst of this, parents like the just play, playground i don't understand it yeah, I don't, i'm lost for words playgrounds yeah. why why would he do this yeah, well, why why do you think he shut them down a lot of this is about power and it's about uh control and it's about uh, literally the state government trying to act in a political way during a pandemic rather than what is the health advice yeah. now if all of this was following health advice then we'd accept it if we saw it I'd accept it he if we saw He says he it. gave it, right? He says that the CHO directives are the health advice. He says that, but they never make it public. Okay. <laughs> so they say all of this is based on health advice, yeah. but we won't show you what the health advice is. We'll just tell you what it is. Well, yeah. show us the health advice as to why every playground from Mildura to Malakuta oh, to Maui should be shut yeah. when there's cases only in Melbourne then we'd have a look at it. But we've got playgrounds today that are shut right across the metropolitan area, yep. right down in Mornington, oh, right really? down yeah. in uh, Portsea. Okay. And there hasn't been cases down there for, for more than a year. Why, why is that the case? Uh, but, but it's all about the politics. It's not about the actuality. Okay. Are you up to date on the, that article? I think it was in The Australian about uh, some of the concerns through mental health reports that he's refusing to release. Yes. 
What's that about? I'm not fully up to date. Well, again, the government's trying to hide what is the reality, and that is a shadow pandemic of mental health, and particularly for kids. And we've seen suicide rates and attempted harm rates for uh, under 18s start to climb quite steeply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had Lifeline have its uh, its busiest day, I think, ever yeah. uh, in the last 48 hours. So all these stats are in some report in a government agency that they're refusing to release? Well, there's that, and there's also some public stats around Lifeline. So we're now starting to see this, and the government's trying to hide this yeah. because they're managing this as, as a PR campaign first and the health second. And every Victorian, like your family, my family, yeah. everyone watching, just wants to know how are we managing this on a health basis and then let's move out of it. Yeah. But when the government treats it as a PR campaign first, then no wonder they're hiding information. What was the, do you know their reasoning for saying you can't see this? Yes, because they're saying that it's not relevant to the debate. Well, oh. it's not relevant <laughs> to their debate, but it is relevant to ours when it's our children. And when we know it's our neighbour's children and your children and mine who were doing it tough from homeschooling, yeah. from sitting at home for more than 150 days learning off a screen, yeah, yeah. from being locked in our homes for 200 plus days in effectively home detention where no health advice has been presented to support it. We'll accept it if we get advice, but after a while, Victorians say, you know, this can't go on forever. Mm. You've been given a way out from National Cabinet, which you agreed to, and now you're not agreeing to. That's just not right. Yeah, I think uh, this is one step too far and I think he's angered a whole bunch of at least from my experience a whole bunch of mums yeah. dads parents this is not about your party his party this is about letting us live in the pandemic yeah. safely at yeah. playgrounds this well, is so simple it's exactly it's not about Labor, Liberal, National, no. Green it's not about that it's about this is our country all of us mm. we've all got to live in this city we're all got to live in this state so let's do it sensibly and properly. And we've got a way out of this, which the National Cabinet has put forward. We've got a sensible way out of this. We'll deal with the consequences of a global pandemic if, you know, we understand there's health advice to support it. But then the government comes and says, we're not going to show that health advice, mm. trust us. We're going to close, close playgrounds for no evidence, but trust us. And then they say, actually, the mental health stats, which is your children, mm. we're not going to show you mm. because it doesn't suit our narrative. That's when people start to lose faith in what they're being told is the reality. And that's why we start to have social disorder, which is what you're seeing across the city. What do you mean by social? Oh, protests and so on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so obviously tomorrow, you know, there's going to be some big protests and whatever. And, and this is the, the, the fear, you know, the community's starting to tear itself apart. In fact, I've got a lot of mums sending me so angry that they're taking scissors to these things at parks. I, I'm concerned about where we're going. I mean, yeah. where, where does your party... I mean, you can't speak for your whole party, but yeah. what do you guys think we should be doing to... How, do we, how would you get the playgrounds open? The first thing we need to do is follow those National Cabinet guidelines. I say that repeatedly because it is a pathway out. But they don't talk about playgrounds. But, but what it means is from there, we can then move to rapid testing so we can start to open our spring racing carnival and major events like London did with like Wimbledon. Test before you go in. Yep, they yep. can have a result in 5 to 10 to 15 minutes, depending, okay. and that is the same what London did with Wimbledon. Which is, just as interrupt, is a rapid antigen test. It's not correct. the PCR that takes three days. That's yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then you move to having schools uh, being conducted as bubbles, so That's, kids yeah. get uh, temperature checked as yeah. they come into school. Yeah. And then you've got schools operating within their own little bubbles. So you've got a school that's got a problem in Bacchus Marsh doesn't close schools down hypothetically in Narry Warren. And it shouldn't. So kids, yeah. And it shouldn't. Yeah. So kids can get back to school. Mm. And then once we've got that, plus hospitals with proper PPE, 
then we can start to move to what National Cabinet has suggested to the 70% vaccinations and start to get the place open. We've got to have a plan for what comes next yeah. so that stupid decisions, yeah. stupid decisions like closing playgrounds yeah. with no evidence don't happen, happen again. So you're saying we could potentially open the playground safely, open the school safely with this bubble system, open some events with rapid antigen testing and so on before we get to this 70, 80%? No, no 70 is what National Cabinet agreed. We could certainly no, no, do no, playgrounds. opening schools and playgrounds yes. with these bubbles before we get to 70%. Yes, that's possible. We don't need to wait 12 months to get to 70% no. before we open the schools. That's correct. Okay, great. I just want to check that because that's the <laughs> next problem is schools. Yeah. People are going crazy yeah. kids out of school. So you don't need... Schools can operate quite successfully in a bubble. They have in South Australia through literally the entirety of the pandemic. Okay. They have in Western Australia through the entirety of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, they have in most parts in Queensland through most of the pandemic. Yeah. And it's about treating schools as a bubble. Yeah. Kids are going to an area where they know they can be in a, a, uh, a signed in area. We know who's going to that school every day. Yeah. So you don't need to have a QR test. We know who's at that school. Yeah, yeah. They do an attendance yeah, roster yeah. every morning. Like gyms. Like gyms. Yeah. And so once you've got a list of who's there every day, mm. you've got a test on a temperature check of every student every day, mm. and the teachers have been vaccinated, you can open the schools quite easily. If there's an outbreak, you can close it as a bubble and then you know who to quarantine because you know who's there. Mm. You don't need to shut them all for no reason, or more the point, shut schools in Mildura when the only cases are in Melbourne's northwestern suburbs. Yeah, exactly. All right, can I ask you then a, a more political question? Where are the politicians standing up for something so simple like playgrounds? Because I get, politically speaking, it's pretty safe for anyone, Labor, Libs, Greens, to come out and say, playgrounds, kids, mental health. This is the most, this is a free pass. Yeah. And how come most are silent? David Limbrick has stood up, a couple have stood up, you're standing up today to say, where's everyone else? Well, in the middle of a pandemic, in terms of the mainstream media, there's only a certain number of voices that are going to run. Yeah. You'll see a lot of us on social media. Yeah. That's yeah. our main outlet nowadays. And yeah. a lot of us are saying the playground decision is ridiculous yeah. because it is. Okay. A lot of us are saying get our schools back because we can. Yeah. And all of us, or most of us, are saying adhere to National Cabinet and get us that 70%, which then we can start businesses to reopen and our no... Uh, sharp lockdowns is what we've been seeing. Okay. There's got to be a way out. You see a lot of us saying it, particularly through social media. Okay. Uh, and uh, last question. I'm not sure if you know much about the Public Health and Wellbeing Act in terms of proportionality and evidence and all that kind of thing. This is the only theory of mine. It's, uh, David Limerick seems to think it's true that it's not quite legal that they can do this um, without showing the evidence and the science that you've been saying. Then we need to see the public health advice. If that's the case, is there a legal recourse to actually get them to force them to show the health advice or to open the playgrounds? Uh, could be. It would need to be challenged legally, but it, it could be. Um, you know, the government will argue through the state of emergency powers, but again, um, a lot of that will offer on the basis of health advice. Exactly. And exactly what you say, when the government says, we won't show you the health advice, oh, so that's the game. we, we won't yeah. show you the mental health statistics, but trust us because we've seen that advice. And I don't think that's good enough. And I don't think any reasonable person would think that's good enough. I, I think Dan's forgotten that he's not above the law. All right. So, look, guys, if you want to see these playgrounds open like we all do, now's the time to take action and, and email your uh, your politicians. I've got instructions on my website, discernible.io slash let us play. All we're asking for is open the playgrounds. We can do it in a safe way. Thank you, Matthew, for joining me and telling Pleasure. me about the good news about schools, that they can be opened I safely. Can. No worries. Awesome. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Appreciate it.